Welcome to the Role Playing Exchange. Today you're listening to Star Trek, but in Fate. Uh, I'm Joe, your GM, and with me today are is the usual crew. Uh, introduce yourselves and your characters. Let's go alphabetical, but not RPX alphabetical. Okay. Is there a difference? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just I, like oh well, if we're going by general one, hey, uh, this is Aaron uh, from Role Playing Public Radio. Uh, I am continuing on with uh, Ensign Platt at this point, although I don't know if that will. He's been promoted to Lieutenant Junior Grade. Okay, so uh, so Battlefield Commission Lieutenant Junior Grade uh, Platt. So well, I think uh, you got an actual promotion. I think it, you okay. got a real a big yeah. You're not you're not giving it up here. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's been like a year. Okay, so we took you on the holodeck and made you like walk the plank and yeah, everything. They did the whole thing. Oh, we do that too. (laughs) Yeah, Starfleet's very Earth centric. Okay, true. Earth Navy. I guess so. uh, Except if I maybe made a roll since I uh, made a roll on something engineering to basically see if I could turn that plank into an escalator and go fuck you hat and then just walk (laughs) off of it. (laughs) That's a legit reaction. Uh, so yes, uh, so I am, uh, I guess possibly chief and uh, uh, like chief engineer on our new vehicle, our new ship. So that's right, our new ship, the USS Insert eh? Blank here. Yeah, I don't think that's taken. I'll check memory alpha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the USS the USS four hundred four. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Not to be confused with the section thirty one ship, the four hundred three. Oh, oh. please say that's not a real thing. Well, four three is a forbidden permission. Uh, oh, oh, god damn it! Yeah. Hey, what's up? This is Bert. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm playing still Doctor Lenara Morrow, who is now a lieutenant and the chief medical officer of the yet to be named ship. At least you, Sean. That's. Sean. I thought Bert cut out there for a second. My bad. Uh, oh, my so bad. hey, I'm Sean. Uh, I'm still playing uh, Thrashiv. Uh, everybody's favorite security officer who who has only murdered a few people. Um, I am still the uh, the lowly NCO. I did not get a promotion <laughs> for reasons, uh, but I'm still I'm still working for Starfleet. So that's you know we're counting that as a win. Yeah, I, I, that is a win. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, as you may have noticed, we have mentioned yet to be named ship uh, because. I don't remember if we named the ship last time, and it's been several months. <laughs> and we can't be bothered to listen to a recording. There's literally no way to find out. Not at all. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is how we roll at RPX. Just. And I couldn't load up the audio, Audacity version of the file before we started recording, because I gave myself all of five minutes. Okay, you're busy. <clears throat> you're like, well prepared with five minutes, dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was... We were bullshitting for five minutes. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. What is the name of this ship? <laughs> There's four names in the Google Doc. Yeah, <laughs> none of them seem right. <laughs> uh, all right, so I think that's first order of business. Let's get a ship name. Do it. All right. All right. Uh, Starship name generate. There you go. <laughs> this is where we go. Star Trek. Let's pick a Star Wars Starship name generator. Hell yeah. <laughs> USS Mon Calamari. Yeah. <laughs> yes, USS Mon Cal. That'll work. Oh, yeah, thanks. Hmm. <laughs> one of the names hmm. gave me... Cut this. I pulled up one, too, and it just pulled up Sarah. Hmm. 
It would be the USS Frazier in honor of Noah. <laughs> again, we don't. Again, this is like you do the KLC grammar crashes. Oh, our sister ship is the Niles. It's yeah, fine. fine. It's, they name them after rivers. Oof. Well, you, you reached for that one. <laughs> sure did. First name it pulled up was Xerxes. <laughs> I am the big green hand coming out of the planet. To grab That's right. <laughs> oh, I have a, I have a the words idea. for the Fraser are. Uh, <laughs> Oh, baby, I hear the blues are calling ellipses. Okay, one that came up I think would be great, USS Poseidon. Mm. Poseidon. The are we gonna, I guess we are going to have an adventure. <laughs> uh, let's see. Or for, uh, Actually, if we're going with the, the Worthy while there, USS Midway. Midway. Andromeda from another TV show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the Roddenberry Cinematic Universe. It's fun. Right. Uh, or USS Vega. Hmm. I prefer the USS Sagat. Ah. <laughs> I was going with the actual <laughs> star. Okay. So, uh, you know, out of any. Uh, I randomly generated result, the USS you know, Rebecca. Yeah, of, you know, for out of any of us in this group right now, the fact of the matter is you actually have the degrees in astrology. Yeah, no one gives a shit about stars. Ah. Most of them are numbers anyway, right? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's all just numbers. It's all just numbers. They're not even real. Like, I bring you the Cosmo re- Cosmos. Uh, sorry, the, well, contact, not Cosmos, but <laughs> reference. The Sagan reference, and you look at it. I see where I rank in this group. Fine. <laughs> the Icarus? Oh, the too close to the sun? Oh. The Albatross. <laughs> oh, oh. Albatross. Collectively await around Starfleet's neck. <laughs> Give me the USS Pelican in honor of Halo Five. Uh, uh, oh, USS Leviathan. I like the irony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although this does bring up, while we're still thinking about those names too, that when I, I got, to, I went to go see Star Trek Into Darkness the, uh, the first time. Okay. And they, and they showed the giant. Uh, 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 the giant ship that Admiral Robocop was making. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In my mind, I I had to think of it because I thought like, oh, they will. What, this is you know Starfleet. They won't make name it something really stupid. So I just kept calling it the USS Doombringer in my mind until mm-hmm. I heard like, oh, bring up the USS Vengeance. You're like, God damn it! God. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this website gave me Dustin's disease as a possible name. <laughs> that's uh that's that's some i think it's supposed to be a pirate name but you know some bureaucrat in starfleet is like oh fuck that dustin i got this (laughs) admiral dustin's a dick admiral dustin's a dick and we're gonna name this ship the dustin's disease (laughs) no one's gonna lay eyes on it until they paint it on the on the hull oh my god uh, USS Paladin. New Paladin, Reaver, Valkyrie came up. <laughs> crack. Mine my, my pulled up just crack. Mm-hmm. Crack. What was that, Sean? So the Paladin probably wouldn't be bad for a Defiant class. Yeah. Uh, hmm. mm. Sarajevo is a bad choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little, little bit. Uh, uh, oh, actually, uh... USS Collateral. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> USS Last Hope. That yeah. one just popped up. Like, yeah. Oh, God. I like Porcupine. Uh, Porcupine's good. Uh, or if we're going with defense on that point, uh, USS Phalanx. Mm-hmm. Uh, USS the Chernobyl. 
<laughs> I mean, you know how it's going to end then. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Barracuda? <laughs> USS Hart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you cut to an out, uh, to an exterior of the ship, it's just... Bum, ba, da, dum, ba, da, dum, ba, da, dum, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> USS Apocalypse. Wow. Oh God! <laughs> no thanks. Oh, actually, the better one. Sorry, but, but that USS Revenant. Uh, also oh. bad. <laughs> oh no, we got eaten by a space bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Okay, actually, if we wanted to go with that, it could, and this actually did pull out the USS Montgomery. Okay. All right, let's. Uh, that was fun. Let's narrow the field. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, before we do that, I do have to bring up the very last one, though. It was the first list on this one. USS Helldiver. One okay. did come up big boy. USS Daddy. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, so is, should this be a warlike ship? It, it should it have a warlike name. Question number one. Uh, or should it have like a more traditional Star Trek naming convention, which is more scientific or adventurous? Um, you could have a war name for a defiant, or like I said, they tend to be named after rivers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pick a good sounding. All right, famous uh, rivers. <laughs> then, like, dig down into that list. Right. Yeah. Page over a couple times. Well, it, th- but you know this is going to happen at this point. That anytime we're up against an enemy, we'll uh, uh, like, <laughs> we'll go up against the uh, Gemadar or the uh, you'll have the Vorta coming over. That's uh, like crew of the USS Thames. God damn it! <laughs> you go with like Tigress. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, that, that's true. Uh, that works. Covers both. Mm-hmm. We can we can, we can, say, we can say the prize whichever way we want to, given the situation. Right. right. I get it. Good idea. <laughs> I think we got in a lot of trouble last time somebody told Trishivi had a good idea, so I'd be careful with that praise. <laughs> well, this is out of character, so you're probably still okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you are on the USS Tigris, and now we'll start the actual game. <laughs> I thought this was the game. <laughs> Cue up it's not the, not the game. Yeah, it's, it's not not the game. <laughs> I'm updating all the documents now. <clears throat> Rad. <clears throat> so, uh, you were traveling to Deep Space Nine in anticipation of the beginning of the Dominion War. Um, unfortunately, before you reach it, you encounter uh, the Seventh Fleet, which was on its way to DS9, uh, and receive the report that uh, DS9 and uh, the system of Bajor has been taken by the Dominion. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> Oh, you're on the way. Like you were, you launched when uh, spoilers, I guess. I don't know when. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Changeling Bashir tried to blow up Bajor's son, and hmm. got close when uh, the Dominion actually invaded. And that's and now you're out here, uh, four or five light years away from Bajor, uh, just outside of a, a little nebula. No one has bothered to give a name, just a designation. It's the Nebula Seven X Six. Uh, where Seventh Fleet has assembled. Okay. How do your characters take the news that uh, you're already at war ahead of time? (laughs) Well, we were also already at Klingon war ahead of time last time. That's true. You're like, oh, yeah, we're again. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) 
we're we've been here before. Yeah. Mm. All right. I think that's fair. <laughs> shrug. <laughs> Not shrug. I mean, it sucks, obviously. But in, in all honesty, I'm probably. I mean, depending on what we're hearing coming from Bajor, is that like I'm hoping it's not another wolf? No, no, no. They captured the yeah. system. They didn't destroy it. Yeah. Well, no, I, no, yeah. I'm just like that kind of a like, oh shit, we're in that deep of that deep of trouble kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm probably just trying to keep as busy as much as I can because I'm uncertain of how uh, it's like how well prepped the uh, the tigress was when we ended up uh, getting her. Uh, she was ready to go. Um, okay. You know, I mean, there's always some some adjustments you want to make from uh, what the yard dogs leave you. Okay. Uh, but I would say that mainly she's uh, she's in good shape. Okay. Uh, although, given uh, before we left out, would it be possible to actually get uh, have done some research, particularly to see if there of anything any primary improvements of the leadship that have been made since then to mitigate? Any uh, they did problems? not. Uh, they applied sort of the basic stuff. Uh, so like they fixed, uh, the warp drive issue. Um, you know, the power couplings are better, uh, has quantum torpedoes, which is nice. Um, so the Tigress is one of like the defiants that rolled off the line after O'Brien fixed the other defiant in like two seconds. It's like, oh, it's this, this, and this, you idiots. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, it's, it's one of those, uh, it doesn't have any other improvements that's received. For example, it doesn't, it's, um, it, uh, no cloaking device, obviously. Uh, and, uh, if there have been any other tweaks made by Cisco or O'Brien to the ship, this doesn't have it. So it comes with the standard package post, uh, repair. Okay. Okay. So just to make sure, but I'll I'll probably just be going through tuning tweaks at this point. Yeah. If nothing else, just to keep myself busy. So yeah, I would say I'm almost the bury yourself in work type. Also. Okay. Probably not too, uh, not too uncommon in Starfleet, but yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's a pretty common, uh, a pretty common move for the medical instruments need one pass over on calibration and Mm -hmm. make sure we're all stocked up. I know where everything is because now it's sick day, et cetera. I mean, like, I'm, I'm the same way. We're going to be relating strategies and deciphering any information that we got from battles with the Jim'Hadar ships and, like, figuring out tactics. Yep. Preparedness is the best way to survive, so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you, uh, you meet up with 7th Fleet, and the captain takes a private conference call. Uh, <clears throat> and then after that's done, she calls the senior officers, which are you three and a few others, to the... Mess hall, basically. It's not much of a conference room on uh, the Defiant okay. class ships. Uh, speaking of which, do we actually have a new captain? Yeah, it's Captain Sybil Cardozo. She was the XO of the Mercury. Okay. She was the competent one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so she got promoted. <laughs> uh, Shelly got a bum rap. Shelly was put in a bad spot. Yeah. <laughs> By me. So really, it's my fault. <laughs> Absolute monster. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, all right. So. Um, she sits you all down and says, all right, um, I just spoke with, uh, I want to bring that person's name back up. Here we are. Uh, Commodore Hanford. Uh, we are part of task force 74. Uh, Commodore has relayed that, uh, the, the anticipation is that we are going to engage the dominion shortly. However, task force 74 has been provided with a, a different role, uh, at the moment, and we are going to raid behind enemy lines. Uh, and 
that is going to be our mission. We are to move into uh, Cardassian territory and attack some of the shipyards, uh, mining stations, etc. in Cardassian territory to undermine the Dominion's ability to make war and replace any losses. Um, I can tell you that uh, the wormhole has been mined, so at the current moment, the Dominion cannot reinforce themselves. Uh, And it is of the utmost importance that we uh, do sufficient damage to allow uh, our victories to matter. Uh, Our first target will be a small shipyard. It does not produce military ships. It's a a small civilian shipyard uh, that is being converted to produce parts for assembling the larger ships of the Cardassians. It hasn't been converted to producing any Dominion ships, as far as we're aware. Uh, We are to scout it first. If uh, there's overwhelming force in the area, we, of course, will not engage. We will draw and monitor. Um, It is in orbit of a Cardassian colony of some kind. Um, We don't have that much information about it. Uh, And that is our mission. Are there any questions or concerns? Um, about our orders, they are pretty broad. I don't have issue with our orders. I may have issue with our first target selection, as it's a civilian facility. Uh, I also have some some issue with that. Uh, we are going to check and see whether it's actually civilian occupied or occupied by the Cardassian military. If it's civilian occupied, it's not a um, it is not a valid target, uh, okay. and thus we as will move we on to that- one of the. We'll move on to one of the secondary targets. I have a list. Uh, but we, uh, Starfleet Intelligence believes that it has already been converted over to producing munitions uh, by the Cardassian military. As long as we're, we're in agreement that the uh, yeah, civilian targets are not... Oh, absolutely. Not <laughs> so it's, it's like, we'll, uh, what kind of ways will we be... Uh, presenting, uh, providing intel with that. So, how can we? Uh, it's like, what? Who will be providing us that information? Well, uh, we have the information in hand. We're going to go see. We're going to go confirm it, and if it is confirmed, we're going to destroy the facility. Uh, we will provide an opportunity for the <clears throat> inhabitants to evacuate. Um, we just want to destroy their war-making ability, not any citizens. And uh, as it is a uh, not believed to be a weapons platform they can't shoot back uh allowing to the civilians to, their civilians allowing the military personnel to evacuate does not harm the the federation uh and i feel personally more comfortable doing that than blowing the facility up with them still on it understood however if it turns out that it is hasn't been converted then we have to move on uh any other issues are we doing this as part of this larger group or are we on our own are we each uh, task Force 74 is going to be dispersed, so we'll be on our own. Um, I am willing to engage any ship which uh, is an equal match, but nothing tougher. Uh, if it is defended, that is also important information that we'll have to take back. Yeah, we're a fairly small ship. Yes. Despite um, being supposedly a Borg killer, um, it hasn't necessarily uh, proven itself to be as capable as that. A little oversold, as it were. Uh, yes, I would say so. Uh, any other questions, concerns, issues? Uh, nothing that I can see, think at the moment. Uh, okay. I do want to brainstorm a little idea with the, 
Lieutenant Platt when we get done with the briefing. Oh, absolutely. All right. Uh, the briefing is over and um, you're dismissed. Uh, we will be leaving at 0800 hours. <clears throat> uh, take this opportunity to prepare and then in whatever way you seem uh, reasonable. Obviously, I'm going to want uh, a, a weapons check and a sensors check uh, to make sure they are online and operating at peak efficiency before uh, we arrive. Right, dismissed. Man. Uh, making a list of things, but uh, as we're walking back up to the uh, uh, the main bridge area, going by the chief, what uh, it's like? What is your concern? Uh, not a, not a concern so much um, as a let's call it a thought exercise. Um, if we're going to be doing this long term behind enemy lines, potential for no easy uh, refit or resupply. Um, I'd like to get some options for alternative weapons or um, alternative options for disabling targets that we could either procure or fabricate ourselves by procuring materials well the uh, it's like depending on how much we are behind the lines is is that we at least according to the schedules we should have regular refits at this point until uh resupplies unless that's uh, like here at uh starbase 72 uh I, that- I completely agree that we are scheduled for regular refit and supply uh, I'm just, I would like to be prepared for the eventuality uh, that that doesn't get to happen. So, so it, that, which is understandable. Um, the one thing I could, I might be able to think of, uh, is taking the ideas of the mine, uh, it's like of the mines that were, uh, it's like being utilized, uh, over at DS9. Uh, we had a little bit of information on that and obviously why we can't, well, it's like uh, it's, uh, set up the replicator version of those with the that's like what we have here we may be able to use a specific uh, uh it's like option of at least cloaking it to general sensors uh, slightly before doing that using materials on board maybe that's uh, like old that's uh, like older spent deuterium canisters that we can uh take uh, 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 retrofit to our necessity uh there are other materials that we can collect during our time here uh us particular explosive gases and whatnot. So it would, if nothing else, would provide a distraction, if not, uh, like some substantial damage. Yeah, that's exactly what I was looking for. I, like I said, I, I, I don't plan on like it becoming our primary source of combat or anything like that, but I would like to have options in place should we need to, uh, to, to use them. So, so understand. Uh, I will try to work on that as soon as I can. Before, uh, like, uh, but at the moment, right now, we are still going through at least the initial shakedown. So as I did not get as much time as I wanted to, uh, going over that's like going over the defiant notes for optimizing the that's uh, like optimizing the warp drive when when us pulling pulling ourselves in two if we're going to pull warp nine. Absolutely, I, I understand completely, uh, and I'm more than happy to help with it. I just uh, you know two heads are better than one, uh, as Absol- you were fond of saying. So uh, <laughs> absolutely, a- absolutely. So we should be able. That's uh, like I would uh, definitely knew that. If all, in all honesty, would have liked to have you a couple. Uh, it's like about two months ago. So, thank you, sir. Yeah, <laughs> on my home world where <laughs> I, I dealt with a murder. Did I tell you about that? No. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, we you didn't. Told, you told me about it. I, I got the, uh, the after action report. I, I am sorry that I was not uh, available <laughs> to. that that part of the conversation too i'm not gonna go into so but uh yeah no i have no problems uh trying to see if i can uh do an engineering role to create up some improvised mining weapons from older maybe uh it's like from our uh, older fuel canisters or whatnot if they're unusable at least that's what i was looking for 
I'm okay. ready to proceed. All right. Okay, so uh, in that case, let's cut to arrival on site. Um, the Tigress slips behind enemy lines, um, manages to avoid the center sweeps of the local Dominion uh, slash Cardassian fleets, uh, and arrives deep in Cardassian space at uh, <clears throat> the system Seska, um, it's a Cardassian planet. And star, uh, it's a rare single star, single planet system. Um, although there is an extensive asteroid belt, uh, and that is where the shuttle or shuttle that is where the uh, facility is located, the shipbuilding facility. Uh, in the asteroid belt, it processes the ores found in the local asteroids uh, and builds the ships out of that. You arrive in system. Um, the ship is on yellow alert. Shields are up, and an initial scan. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> the initial scan shows that uh, there are life forms both on the uh, facility and the planet, um, but you are not receiving any scans in return, uh, which immediately makes the captain nervous. Uh, yeah. No, I'm... <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. so, she, so she orders a deep scan uh, of the r- surrounding system. It'll detect anything. Now she's extremely nervous, uh, and she orders red alert. <laughs> All right, that didn't take long. Well, better safe than sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are the active? Uh, so, what are the active showing uh, scans showing? Uh, the active scans are showing just uh, the the sun, the planet. You know, some hundred million or so asteroids. I don't know if that's the right scale, but some very large number. Uh, the shipbuilding facility. In the you know in the asteroid fields, kind of built into an asteroid. Um, <clears throat> uh, some life signs, uh, the typical amount you would expected. You know, probably like a little under two thousand for the facility, mm-hmm. uh, a little under twenty million for the planet. Uh, but there don't seem to be any, any any active emissions from either the facility or the planet. No, no ships like at all. No, uh, unless you count like the partial ships. Uh, that are currently like floating in dry dock, uh, but they're in a, a, a state of extreme uh, incompleteness. Uh, like one's a frame, one's a frame with half a hull. There's there's no energy signatures coming from them. Okay. Uh, so, what, um, okay. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what are the uh, from what are the designs of the ship uh, the framework that we're seeing too? Or is it co- is it uh stay it is it complying with what we know of Cardassian designs? Well, uh, I'm going to ask for a. Uh, an engineering role. Can you do that? All right. All right. Yep. <laughs> well, that's what you like to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they I, are definitely Cardassian designed ships. Okay. Um, they seem to be merchant hulls, uh, but you can also tell <clears throat> just from the amount of radiation being exhibited by the ship or the ships and their state of incompleteness that they've been sitting there for a long time. Um, it looks like they've been, construction has stopped on them for months. They've absorbed a, sort of a lot of, um, uh, you know, sort of uh, radiation. Yeah, one of these little guys. The cargo, <laughs> Carguero Bacanor. <laughs> Bacanor, all right. So it's just, okay. so not, and, and like a larger carrier, uh, well, sorry, like a freighter or something to that extent. Yeah, yeah. Almost. A, a smaller freighter, yeah. Yeah. Not um, a military ship. 
not a military ship, but you also know that they've been out just sitting out in space for months without mm-hmm. being completed. Mm. So why would they be abandoned? Um, actually, looking back at the the for the science station too, uh, is the planet showing any kind of uh, activity with sentient life forms? Because you said there was a colony there, right? Yeah, the colony is uh, colony seems pretty large, about twenty million. Uh, they are Cardassian and some other non-Cardassian species you're unaware of. Starfleet hasn't encountered, um, which isn't necessarily a surprise. You know, the Cardassians uh, have a militaristic empire, so they probably have conquered indigenous species in, during their expansion. They folded them into the empire. Yeah, know. yeah. So, but we're we're certain that they, uh, we're certain from the scans that this those aren't Jem Hadar or yeah, they're definitely not Jem Hadar. That would be okay. extremely bad. <laughs> yeah, here's ten million Jem Hadar. Well, uh, it was nice knowing this. <laughs> Bye. If you, if you wanted to, if you wanted to end the campaign, Joe, you could just said like, "Hey guys, we're uh, uh, I'm uh, done. I'm closing up shop. Cover yeah. <laughs> <laughs> easier ways. Like literally, uh, just not playing. Yeah, I'm done. Let's just stop. <laughs> uh-huh. You've been decommissioned. Sorry. Oh, oh well. Did you even do anything uh, wrong this time? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So with that, um, and I was I wonder is is the uh is the doctor helming the science station? Uh, no, it's like science officers helming the science station. But okay. you can you can bring up it's a modern ship. You can bring up like miniaturized readouts of whatever you want to look for on your own station. Okay. Uh, I guess if just doing a general sciences role on this, uh, trying to see if this would be either a, uh, it, it, seeing if there's something that maybe this is using this as a, a cloak or something, or if not, if there's some, yeah, it's like if there's any evidence of another ship picking up there, because again, for the car, it, the Cardassians have a world where they have an exploited species and all the materials that they could ever want. This just seems really odd for them to. That's like to have this not uh, not there. And by this time, where where the yeah, because DS nine was taken, so they've yeah. already, they've already joined the Dominion, right? So um, yeah, so why aren't they exploiting a resource like this? It's a great question. So uh, it just I know it's kind of silly right now. Could I do a scientist role to see what? Uh, that's like if there are any kind of odd energy signatures or something else that w- that would call this place it's off or even more. That's what so. I was going to ask about because you talked about radiation. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, give me that sciences roll. Okay, okay. Yeah, Burke's way better. <laughs> uh, so uh, the radiation seems to be of the generic sort of solar variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little bit of unusual radiation, but that seems to be coming from some of the you know, more rare metals in the asteroid field. Uh, you can tell that that makes the, this field a good resource for shipbuilding okay. because they're hard, you know, if they're available, it's easier to mine it than, you know, build it up in a replicator. Right, right. Uh, what about on the planet? Anything odd I, I, outside of what I assume would be uh, normal anti-matter generators that would provide planetary power? Uh, in fact, you're not even catching any of Um there don't seem right. to be any sort of non-planetary emissions. Hmm. It is official. I'm going to look over my shoulder at the caption and be like, Captain, I've got a bad feeling. Oh, uh, no. She says, I hate when I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. And then Q shows, Q shows up. Hi! Sure. <laughs> Not that bad of a feeling. 
Him and Aaron. No. <laughs> Wrong series. Hey, get the spray bottle. <laughs> yeah, uh, he I got punched, punched in the face in this series, and he never came back. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do like that explanation too. Like you know, Picard just constantly played uh, played into his games. Cisco just looked at him and said, "Fuck off!" And like, nope, not yeah. dealing with you ever again. Yeah, uh, that's that's the right move. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, since since they brought up specifically the the radiation from the asteroids and the the rarer metals and stuff there um can i like commandeer the sensor readings that they're pulling up and make like a notice check to see if sure from my end of the thing yeah absolutely uh so you that would be hmm, let's take a look at this character here you have any cool stunts uh i don't remember what i got for stunts what do i got um uh, it's all uh, no nothing oh yeah. i got I for detail that's for right. criminal specifically for criminal, criminal activities activity. yeah uh, so I'm going to say, give me your science is going to be average. Just give me a science roll. Uh, you can, but you can, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, you can use the aspect security division, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as to, you know, add, if you want to spend a fate point like that, obviously that would apply because it's a security security issue. That's what you're looking for here. You're trying to see if it's a military style radiation. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and spin the fake point. Why not? All right. So it's going to be an average, though? Because I don't actually have sciences on my... Yeah, it's going to be average. Basically, everything that you didn't pick winds up being average. And you've got, like, empty spots on that sheet. I'm writing it in right now. Yeah. Should be beneath power systems or the last column, I think. Rad. Um, you can see... And I didn't have my fake point in it. Okay. Yeah, I forgot I had to hit the thing you yeah, plus two. Oh, I'm just saying, like, the, the three that came up needs the plus two added to it, is what I'm saying. Yeah. All right, so, with that five, um, it none of it has very specific military applications. Like, it's obviously the sort of radiation that gets put off by materials you would use to build weapons. But, you know, you can use those materials to build other stuff. You know, a lot of the stuff that goes in, say, a phaser array will also go in a, I don't know, like... Uh, an impulse engine, uh, so or uh, a complex sensor array, mm. but something you otherwise notice, something you pick up that's not uh, radiation uh, specific, though, is that there are some like so there are some materials used in genetic engineering uh, that you've run into before in your prior service uh, that can put off radiation. Now, usually, it's pretty local. Uh, but you know, Defiance got a brand new sensor suite. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still got the nice shine on it, and uh, like you pick up some minute sources of that, which indicates that you know they may have been using some of that material here. Can we, with Aaron's help, refine the sensors, and then I can do medicine? Uh, say, yeah, yes, like, I'm, I'm calling the experts on this one because that's <laughs> like uh, I get guys. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, hey. I will help. <laughs> okay. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing there's a thing over there that uh yeah it, it needs a doctor that shouldn't be yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah if i could do a refining on the sensors too uh to give uh the doctor a better sure just give me a straight engineering roll uh, uh and uh you just need a plus two or better okay uh can i util- re uh, can i utilize three dozen heads or better than uh none since we're all working yeah together you're working together yes 
Okay, uh, so just in here, I'd mark that as the roll d4 plus modifiers. I would just always just roll. Roll straight and then add two. Later. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so no worries. Uh, yep, yeah, so if we do that, that's a five on that to update the sensors. Great. All right, sensors are now calibrated specifically to look for that radiation and uh, other related sources. Okay. Let's give me that medicine roll. Woo! Uh, so yes, uh... They definitely are using it. That it's definitely that radiation put off by very specific materials used for genetic engineering. Um, nanites don't work. They're not like genetic engineering needs to be comprehensive. Otherwise, it turns into cancer. So you need to put somebody in something to do it all at once. And for some reason, uh, just using a transporter doesn't work. Don't ask me. Ask Star Trek. <laughs> but. Uh, there are these machines that use a specific kind of radiation to ensure that the engineering uh, occurs simultaneously throughout the body. Uh, so there are it's, it's many of those machines for that to be detected at this range. Um, and with the sensors, uh, you know, specifically attuned to detecting that and, you know, medical problems, you can find that there do seem to be signs of genetic tampering in the life signs that you're reading on the station, at least. Uh, the plan is too far away for the sort of fine processing. Um, and, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it seems like the members of the people on the station have been with. Also, you've been out here for like an hour and still no one has tried to get in touch with you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I guess no one has bothered us while we're just chilling. No, you're just like out there <laughs> <laughs> throwing stuff around. It's a tiny little ship. They won't notice. Yeah, <laughs> Sensing everything, and they're just like, "Yeah, cool, uh, whatever, man." It's like your Starfleet, in, Starfleet in, cares. in Cardassian territory. <laughs> sure, wander around. Hey, do you want to come down for drinks? Sure, want some canar? We got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, so uh, yeah, so the captain says, "All right, so what do we think it is?" Um, it seems pretty clear. It's not a military station. Uh, they don't seem to be building. Really, anything? Should we just? What do you I think? Mean, there, Should we just move on, or is there detectable activity like at all on the the asteroid base? Uh, I mean, there's activity in that like stuff is people are moving around in it, but the, the nothing seems to be operating. Like things are on, right? Obviously, everybody would be dead, but uh, no like one seems to be like there's power. But there's no actual like work getting done. They're yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no one outside the station. You know, there are no devices active. Nobody's using a transporter. Nobody's using a replicator. Nobody's using sensors. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask that. Now we have like an hour of life sign readings. Do they do they seem like they're in stasis? Like they're not really. Now they're moving around. Bit? Okay. Okay. <laughs> they're moving around. But, you know. Is, is there any kind of calm traffic? No. Are they Cardassian life signs? Did we specify that? Uh, on or? the station, they're definitely Cardassian life signs. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't look like they're in any kind of distress, though. Well, uh, I mean, there don't seem to be any sort of medical distress at the moment. Um, okay. And it seems like everything is operating. It's just nobody is using anything. Mm. All righty. Okay. I have an idea. So right. because they're looking, because we obviously just can't wander wander over to them and say, what is wrong with hey, you? Hey, guys, what's so, wrong with you? So, <laughs> How come um, you haven't attacked us yet? 
so but this uh but this was said to be as an active shipyard correct so it would obviously take care of repairs uh for cardassian vessels if they were to come in through the system is that is that is that a reasonable assumption or uh, say that again you're assuming uh what oh that, that uh it would it would take care of general repairs for cardassian vessels if they came into the system i it probably could handle that okay um so if I could, I'd like to see if I can alter our warp uh, warp drive signature, if just briefly, to resemble that of let's see what you just gave us, because we're not we wouldn't obviously be a Galar class, but um, I'm assuming right now what we would have is probably either the uh, uh, either the Kigero Tipo three or the Kigero Tripo two. So yeah, oh, it seems about the right size. This is pretty small. So that would that would at least fit the profile, but altering the warp core signature and then being able to not like being able to uh, send a, a message through a hail to say we're requesting rep- repair and resupply from a Cardassian station. All right, because um, every, everything is in service of of the Empire, so they should be able to take care of that. Yeah, Cardassian uh, though, do we got a guy that can do that? Uh, the Universal Translator can translate it in a Cardassian. Um, yeah. Now that means that somebody who isn't somebody on like a native Cardassian speaker who's like paying attention will probably pick up that this has obviously been translated. I mean, that's kind of where I was going. With that. Like, yeah, yeah. It's gonna the, the universal translator is amazing, but it's not foolproof. Okay, so right, like it'll all the grammar will be correct and the word usage will be correct, but like it'll be like weirdly formal, you know. Mm-hmm. It'd be a so, little bit too nice to be a Cardassian speaking to another Cardassian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tonally it'll be off. Instead so, of a demand, it'll be a request, etc. <laughs> okay. Which is, yeah, I'm looking at that. Just make it sound as rough as possible, too. Like you're t- constantly talking down to a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. So that's that's how it should be. Um, but yeah, we could do that. Or I know we do have the... Uh, well, we also do have the, the. I don't think we have the, the the option right now for like the the overlay to make us look like Cardassians. But I mean, no, uh, you could assemble one. I mean, the so you, you can feel pretty sure that they haven't detected you yet because they haven't tried to detect anything. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, you don't know what's going to happen when you detect them. Um, no one on the crew is a uh, an expert in Cardassia. Cardassians, okay. so you're not 100% sure what the protocol would be here. So, uh, But you could give it a shot. Yeah, if nothing else right now, we could see that too, but uh, I usually it's on, under the line of giving give me what I want you pee on. So, okay. Uh, uh, so yeah. I'm going to call that hmm, what we got here, Platt? I'm assuming that, that would, uh, at least if I'm changing the field right now to, uh, to be able to do that, uh, that would either be a warp drive or warp fields. Uh, warp fields. Warp fields, okay. And uh, it would be sciences, I guess, to, well, yeah, sciences to, you know, construct the message such that it's going to hit Cardassians, like a message from Cardassians. Okay, so in that case, uh, so I'll take a care of It's just one of the social sciences, not one of the hard yeah. sciences. All right. Uh, um, Could I, I do a provoke role to assist with that, the message? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. I'll let him teach Platt well, how to be mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, meaner, meaner. <laughs> no. Uh, and on my aspects, would I change that over to Engineering Division USS uh, uh, Tigris? Uh, what aspect? Uh, I used to have my Operations Division USS Mercury. So would I change that over to Engineering Division for the the Tigris now? Yeah. Okay. 
I provoke like a son of a gun. We may we may be convincing Cardassians after all. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and I am going to go ahead and utilize the aspect for engineering division to get a plus two on that. All right. Uh, warp field. Yep, that'll be a six then. All right, you are, as far as your warp signature is concerned, one hundred percent duplicating a uh, Cargero Tipo two, two hundred fifty meter Cardassian ship, small Cardassian warship. All right, I don't know how long this will last, but it should get us in and out, depending within the time frame, as long as we don't go over four hours and we don't leave the warp core idling. For, that's like in in place. All right, and the message is worded as a really shitty Cardassian commander would word it to some peon civilians. <laughs> that's right. All right, so let's get it done. Uh, so you fly in, you move into position, you send the radio message. Uh, it is received. Um, you receive a canned reply. Uh, please occupy mod uh, or pod two for repair. Uh, that's translated into Federation Standard, which I guess is English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sure. um, but yeah, that is also clearly to you a computer-generated message. So the captain shrugs and do it. So you go fly into Pod Two, umbilical cords connect. Uh, you get a uh, request as to which. Well, umbilical cords attempt to connect. <laughs> oh yeah, because I was just where I was about to say like no, there's a different system. It's a different system. Um, so... Then you receive a message from the computer. <laughs> uh, has your hull been severely damaged? Which captain says um, yes. Uh, request. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, request. Is it looked? They haven't actually. Looked at it. Okay. No. God, they're not even. It's only certain external sensors too. Because I just did this to it. Oh my god, this is not um, good. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to be like for my my tactical station, like commandeering sensors again and like scanning the shit out yeah. of the people inside. Um, because it, it, nothing is good about this, and oh my god, we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, they don't seem to be nobody. All right, so you, you could basically at this range, it's like looking in a window at the ship. It's it's like an X-ray or at the station. So nobody seems to be manning a station. Uh, most of the people seem to be like roaming the halls or occupying like the rooms or gathered in the mess hall. Uh, it's it's space zombies. You made space zombies, didn't you? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be a start of a brainstorming session, sir. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's you genetically modified them into zombies. That's I'm convinced now. That's what happened. Uh, all right, so the captain just says relay yes, so they relay yes, and then the computer tells you, please hold for uh, manual repair. We will rouse repair crew. And they sit there, they sit there, and nothing happens. None of the, none of the behaviors inside? No, none like... of them change. Like, it's clear that the computer has sent, like, announcement messages to people to attend their station, and they're being ignored. Uh, yeah, like... I'm going to make sure that everybody knows that this is what's going on and then be like, repeat myself. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Captain calls a, uh, an emergency. <laughs> and you all get in the mess hall. And she sits down and says, okay, so does anybody have a clue as to what might be happening here? We know that some genetic modification has occurred and that the crew is not responding, but still alive. Is the, is the crew count on the station appropriate for what what should be there or is it like a skeleton crew 
It is so the station would run differently under civilian operation than it would under military operation. Civilian operation, they're going to use le- less people. There's less urgency. Like you don't have to be prepared for emergencies or you know sudden losses or anything. Yeah. So uh, it's staffed maybe a little overstaffed for a civilian version and severely understaffed for the military occupation. Well, if someone came through either smuggling or just improperly transporting genetic modification materials, there could have been an accident, just some effect that's propagated through the crew. All right. Hey, that is that is the beginning of a brainstorming session. So let's break out these yes, brainstorm man. rules. <laughs> Got it. Right. So, uh, yeah, step one, started. Step two, establish the first fact. So everybody picked their skill. Uh Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's going to need a difficulty of good or plus three. So give me some, give me some assumptions. I'm going with my <laughs> medical statement I just made. Okay. Uh, it's a pos- uh, engineering. It's a possibility that they, that's like that the uh, devices that they were using ended up, well, it's like possibly, well, it's like uncovering something within, uh, it's, uh, well, actually, yeah, uncovering something within the uh, asteroid field itself unwittingly that their sensors didn't pick up. Okay. Uh, so yeah, having having said it before, I'm gonna have to stick with it now. Space fucking zombies. <laughs> um, I said those have... are so those are hypotheses. So you're just gonna give me a fact, like tell me something that's true. Tell me something that's true that you derive from your examination. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that there is. Um, it's significantly understaffed for military. It's not overstaffed for civilians. Something happened. Military took over and something happened here. Okay. But there's there's not as many alive Cardassians as there should be. All right. Give me them rolls. Uh, okay. This, I guess, is what I got. I mean, uh, what are you going to roll? Like, it could be security. It could be, it could be, like, I'll take basically anything. Yeah, we've expanded out the atomic risk. Yeah. Any skill you want to contribute. Basically, any skill works. Yeah. yeah. So I rolled medicine. Right. A four, so that's a success. Three, uh, that's on notice. Okay, give me that roll, Aaron. Okay, uh, for my engineering, then I guess. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Ooh, a tie. Uh, since it's already been previously established, established, we'll go with Burks. So, what? Give me your fact and your. Uh, give me an aspect for the scene. Um. Uh, can Starfleet sensors pick up Jem'Hadar? Yes, they definitely can. The Jem'Hadar okay. don't really use cloaking devices. Well, I mean, yeah, but they're not... I meant personnel. Like, if oh, they're on the station, would we be able to detect that? It, you'd probably have detected it by now. Like, they can, they don't stay cloaked indefinitely. Yeah, okay. Then I I will use my... Fa- I'll say that somebody, either the Cardassian or the Dominion, I don't care, has been smuggling genetic engineers. Unless it's genetic and engineering, okay. All right, so... Uh, and what is the aspect mm. for the station? That's what I was asking, because like the aspect for you is going to be one for you, is that there's actually a Jem'Hadar uh, in the station. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you fun. could say that maybe they are still cloaked, um, and that yeah. would mean maybe they're hiding from something. Unexpected Dominion patrols. They're not here yet. Okay, unexpected Dominion patrols. Nice. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Smuggle gene tech. Fact. Unexpected Dominion patrols. <laughs> All right, cool. So now that's the case. Um, now you could beam over and investigate, mm-hmm. or uh, you could continue with the brainstorming here. Uh, up to you two. Oh, yeah, um, another round of th- a thunkin. 
or so like uh so we're gonna say that you you went out to the you know you relayed orders to the bridge and they did a deeper scan um and you know somebody in the somebody on the science team has managed to break into uh the surface level of the systems computers or i should say of the ship building facilities computers and have they have identified that yes they've received some smuggled gene tech that's from the sensors like you even know you've even got a pretty decent idea of where it's from um mm-hmm. so it's it's not from the alpha quadrant or the beta quadrant so you know it's probably brought in by the dominion uh and you know you've detected several you know obviously dominion ship names that have been in the area at a kind of a random basis over the last three yeah okay. I mean, at this point, I'm going to, like, suggest we, like, do full quarantine procedures and try to transport somebody off of the station into the pickle bay to, like, see what the fuck yeah, is going on. Yeah, I could quarantine a brig. I could set up a brig, too. All right, that makes sense to me. Uh, Yeah, looking down, let's see. Birthing, so, yeah, we have, like, one cargo hold that we could probably do if we don't have the full-on brig. We have a brig. Okay. So Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they definitely have a brig. It's not right. much on the Defiant, but it does have a brig. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you can you gotta have a place to lock people up on your <laughs> warship. <laughs> All right. So uh yeah, none of that takes any any effort. Like you are in full command of the ship. So you set up a brig, you've got some medical examination equipment down there. Uh you've got uh a force field. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to make any alterations to the field so that, you know, they can't do that Jim Hadar thing of walk right through it. Uh, do we this know would about be the that? time okay uh, yeah they're on record as being able okay. to do that yeah okay uh i guess i'll go with engineering right now to make sure that <laughs> yeah. it, 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 that we're rotating frequencies okay yep. nice good good because don't want to fuck that one up no no <laughs> <laughs> all right so you pick a random person um somebody who's like lying in a cot seemingly asleep transport them over all right. So, and we're do, are we doing this as a to, uh, or do we need to, do I need to make a roll on my transporters to make sure that we're undetected as much as possible? Uh, if you want to remain on, if you want to are paranoid about being detected, then yes. I am. Yes. All right. So, yeah. That man's a transporters himself. He's like, this is, this is the job I was good at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like O'Brien without the sadness. Yeah. <laughs> we're the comic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, you transport them over. They appear in the brig on the brig's cot, mm-hmm. and yeah, it looks like a bog standard Cardassian at first. Uh, but then you start noticing some differences. Like, boy, those head and neck ridges look a lot sharper than <laughs> than we're used to. And are those talons instead of fingernails? And those are some big teeth. And um, oh no, they have Barclay syndrome. Pretty, <laughs> they're pretty muscly. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of looks like they have Barkley syndrome. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> this is how you defeat the enemy to send Barkley in and go, all right. No, but it does look like they've been altered for like okay. superior combat capability. Personal combat capability. Uh, and just like a quick once over with their eyeballs, you know, with the old Mark I eyeball shows that like there have been some other alterations that aren't immediately detectable <clears throat> as to what... Uh, you know, what changes have been made inside the Cardassian, but definitely there have been more changes than here's some shark things to cut people with. So I, Doctor, I think this is where your expertise would come in. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
bust out that medical track order. We, 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 we. Put that salt, salt shaker over them. There you go. I don't know. If I need more, I can burn my CMO aspect if I need uh, three. Plus three, no. Uh, you, okay. You've got plenty of equipment down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the brain has been uh, severely altered. Um, it's been focused towards... Well, you're not exactly sure what it's been focused towards. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, it's got... They have greater, like, sensory capability. Like, sense of smell and sight is much better. Uh, not in the receptors themselves, but in, like, the brain's ability to process what it receives. Uh, there is some alteration in, in like, your... In the nerves and in the, the actual eyeballs and uh, the, the smelling receptors in the nose. But not beyond the... You know, it's not beyond the Cardassian's theoretical maximum, uh, but the brain has been d- distinctly changed to to mm. reflect that. Um, but that has resulted in some other alterations that seem bad, <laughs> like uh, you know, rational uh, capability of rational thought uh, has been cut back somewhat, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like uh, uh, speech centers cut down. Um, you know, it seems now this is clearly a mutation because it doesn't bear the, the engineering markers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the, you know, the brainstem of the Cardassian is now much larger than it used to be, uh, which, you know, just as a guess, you would say that would make them way more inclined to violence. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, and, uh, basically the, there's been some hormonal changes such that like they're going to be less sociable. Mm. Well, I've been there, pal. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they, they reinstituted. Pu- <laughs> yeah. This is actually Cardassian. <laughs> Seen it before. Um, so are they, are, are they making them to the point of just, you know, right. berserkers? Um, Okay, so now that we can get like detailed life scans of this one versus just a regular actual Cardassian. Yeah, you've got some Cardassians on file. Yeah. Um, is the entire, uh, all the other life signs on the stage identical to this? Are they all have these mutation markers? I don't know what. what, what uh, they're not all identical, but uh, they okay. all have markers of attempted mutation. Okay. Um, uh, you know. Like not all of his is as extensive as this. Um, some mm-hmm. of it's more extensive. Uh, so yeah. Uh, if you had to guess, you would say it looks like it's. I don't know if you want to say progenitive or degenerative, but it seems like there are. It progresses mm-hmm. like it's a, a, like like something as if something was initiated and then never halted at a certain point. So it's been continued. Okay, I think the station's a loss, boys. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, but it is an unprecedented opportunity to maybe get some Cardassian intelligence if we can get to their computer core. All right, now give them this information. Anybody want to want to want to propose any other facts? <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll propose the fact that um, so it's it's a it's a like test bed facility that has its own built-in guards because they made Cardassian space zombies. So. Like the computer core is intact with the good information in it. Yeah, I don't want to fight that one. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. It's also my. How about you, Aaron? Ah, <laughs> uh, so you're still gonna have to roll, like yeah, because, I'm because sure. if you fail, it's gonna be wrong, and yeah, you'll have so... to find out that it's wrong. 
try to think what would be on this. Um, well, it's not about being wrong. I think it's just whoever rolls yeah. the highest is the one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just try to try to yeah. think of another idea outside right, of but if you're, or fighting yeah. zombies or anything. Um, oh, you know what? I actually... It, uh, they... Uh, it's just silly off one. They could be... It could be Dominion trying to see what the full effects of uh, Ketracel White is on Cardassian. Uh, foot soldiers, and that it's forcing some sort of evolutionary change within them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking okay. about white too. Yeah. All right, uh, give me them rolls. Okay. Uh, I guess what would I be using on that one too? It had to be a, a plus three or something, correct? Or science would probably be. It would be uh, science. Yeah. It's and you need to beat a plus three. A, pl- a beat a plus three. Okay. You know biology. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. So not beat so, but the doc yeah the doctor knows best in this case. So well, right. Sean, Sean has to roll. That's true. So I thought I hit the button. Hold on. Um, <laughs> what was I going to roll? Security. I don't know. Security would work. <laughs> it's yeah, yours is about getting. To have, yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's October. Cartesian zombies. Skill when we redid this though, we broke it down into like the the notice and the combat and like put in like three different things instead of just having security. Yeah. All right. Let me take a look. See, we got here. Notice combat athletics. Stealth provoker. Uh, I would say probably notice or combat would work. Combat in a predictive fashion. Right. This is how I would set it up. I relinquish the tide. All right. Uh, we got another tie between me and Burke. Yep. Burke concedes. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right. So the fact is that the computer core is guarded by the Cardassian space zombies. Yeah. But intact was the right. Was the key That's, point. Yes. Intact. That's that's the fact. Yep. So you go out with the sensors and you just verify that the computer core does seem to be completely intact. Uh, that's right. And empty. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one there at all. There are several corpses. Oh. Uh, what is fine. the aspect? Um, I don't know. What's a good aspect for that? <laughs> Whoops. Wrong place. <laughs> it can just be like intact computer core. Yeah, it can be. Or it could be yeah. like unknown guardians yeah no that's the less good one than mine yeah that sounds good to me <laughs> i already gave you one i don't see how it was gonna be greedy fuck oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see um part of me would just be going too quiet i mean that's fine I and mean, remember aspects work both ways yes that's, that's true so um how about, yeah, how about something like um, uh, stealth is the only way? Like, uh, like we have to do this quietly, or we will we will attract all the crazy genetically modified uh, Cardassian things to come and attack us and try to eat our face. Yeah, that sounds like uh, trying to think of how you would word that, like unseen listeners or something. Oh, wow. You know? yeah. Still too early in the morning for me to have like good wordplay like that. So <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, unseen observers, maybe. Okay. I picked listeners because you want to just you oh, know, true, be so, stealthy, yeah. but that's fine. That's true. So, all right. So we got two facts, two aspects. Do you want to continue thinking on it, or do you want to get over there and get get some stuff done? I say beam some security and engineering folk over there. Yep. I was going to say um, the Steve team is a well-oiled machine. Uh, <laughs> as an aspect, it is. Uh, so yeah, um, I'm going to invoke that aspect and make a. Uh, combat role to like figure out the best way to get us in there and protect the engineer we're probably gonna have to bring with us to make sure we get all the data out good right 
uh, when this inevitably goes so horribly wrong for me. <laughs> when they get eaten by alive by Cardassian space zombies. Uh, so that's uh, eight technically. Yeah, it is. Wow, look at that Steve team. They're tearing it up. You like you give them the map of the computer core. They transport over. They access the core. <laughs> they're there. No one knows they're there. Uh, they have the perfect position. Well, why? Like I am. I even I am impressed with this. I've trained them myself, but still, I am impressed with the Steve team. Like that's <laughs> damn. promotions for everybody. Good work, boys. Yeah, Steve team came through. The captain is very happy. He's like that's. It's it's textbook perfect. Finally, I'm on a good ship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's supposed to work. Wow, oh, he's crying. He's crying in the middle of the op. I don't know what success <laughs> felt like. I tried so hard, <laughs> but everybody just wanted to run in, guns blazing, and get shot. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I will go behind them too with the uh, engineer with an engineering team to see what we can extract out of the uh, computer core. Nice. Put yourself uh, in danger. Uh, so we'll, uh, I'm going to give you a fake point because you got to see what's behind that nebula. <laughs> you're you're not wrong. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you. So, uh, but yes, I do do that. Uh, I am going to go with the engineering role on that. So, all right. Get access to that core. Yep. So pull us uh, like, all right, uh, the system is not that hard anymore. All right. Uh, what did Aaron find? <laughs> oh, what's the third fact? Oh, so third fact of this. All right. Um, so I think this is all on Aaron. Like he found it. He got the awesome roll on it. So like it, whatever he says goes. It uh, goes on this. Uh, okay. Right. That's fair. Oh, yeah. So. so uh, this, uh, actually is, has not, we actually find out this actually has nothing to do with either the, uh, the genetic modifications have nothing to do with the Jem'Hadar or, uh, something within the asteroid belt. Uh, there seems to be medical information of, from, uh, relating to the species that is on the colony world. Okay. That's, uh, a particular Par- uh, it's like a particular symbiotic uh, creature, not unlike uh, maybe the trill one, but far uh, the trill slugs, but far smaller. Uh, that uh, it's like seems to create. Uh, it's like seems to actually not really have any neurological issues, but rapidly creates uh, defenses, uh, biological defenses out of the host creature. So they infect and they reinforce. But okay. Uh, but that is the problem, though, is that they do that. It causes ment- it causes neurological degradation. All right. Uh, so I am going to say, uh, I'm modified by tech. Another cyber Cardassian space zombie. <laughs> but bio planetary slug. The fact. Uh, what is the aspect? Oh, uh, the aspect on there. Uh, uh. uh sim. Uh, it's like uh, oh, uh. Reactive symbiosis. Okay. So that means that if it gets into us right now, it'll probably start improve. Uh, air quotes improving <laughs> on our biological design, and that could be a problem. Yeah. All right. I think it's hypothesis time. <laughs> All right. What what we got? What's our final uh, conclusion? Hypothesis either? is nuke it from orbit. It's the only way. That's not a hypothesis. That's, That's a solution. solution. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Terrible scientist. <laughs> I don't need to know what's happening. I just need to know it's bad. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, I think uh, we've so, already sort of so, naturally arrived uh, at one. Yeah, I mean, just just like Cardassian space zombies, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's Cardassian cyberspace zombies. I think he cut out for Cardassian what? Oh, Cyber. Cardassian cyberspace oh. zombies. Uh, so, and the question is, who made the Cardassian cyberspace zombies? Mm. I mean, the obvious hypothesis is that it's, it's Jim Hadar fuckery. I was going to say Gal Romero, but you know. <laughs> it could be. I could see. I could Debra! See. <laughs> I think I messed up my genetic engineering. God, you got your zombies in my Cardassians. Cardassians in my zombies. <laughs> I mean, it's a very Cardassian thing to do to like just like do that to a bunch of uh, civilian Cardassians or low-level Cardassian military people, and just I'm going to see yeah, if this works. For soldiers, so uh... I'm going to I'm going to change my hypothesis. My hypothesis will be that it's it's a a Cardassian general. Uh, it, uh, God. Bless it. What are they called? Gull? Brain. Ah, yeah. There we go. Good God. I had a brain fart there, and that hurt. A little bit of aneurysm. Um, so it's like a, a gull that is basically trying to make um, soldiers like the Jim Hadar, like Cardassians that like the Jim Hadar. That's what I was going to say yeah. is, yeah, failed military experiment where they were like, oh, these disposable soldiers are neat. We should get some of them, and then fucked it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this seems... <sighs> I'm not sure if they could be helped at this point, too, and I am i don't I really think it's a Starfleet method to go nuke it for more, but it'd be done, but... I mean, no, I don't get me wrong. Like, I know it's not the right way to do it, and I wouldn't have actually said that in character, but, like, yeah. seriously, it's Cardassian space zombies. Nuking it from orbit is the only way. <laughs> All right, so... Because <laughs> uh, it, it looks right now, did we get it, it, did we get anything out of the research out of the, uh, out of the uh, system itself for what they were doing, the progression of this, or... Or the level uh, of mental yeah. degradation. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I've been like poking around at the idea of a cure, but it's probably irreversible at this point. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, so they did turn a... Barkley back from a spider monster. They did that turn Barkley back from a spider monster, and <laughs> you know, in that episode and, of and Genesis, it... they did turn you know Troy back from a puddle into a person. Yeah, Worf back from a predator. Worf back from yeah the predator into <laughs> <laughs> <just> a person. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It seems like the predator version of upgrade, not a downgrade. Well, is this what the if first the time Worf didn't get his ass kicked? That so, it really yeah. was. <laughs> That's kind of true. What if it's uh, a deal like uh, you remove the symbiote and like the brain function comes back, but like the the genetics are the, like the all mutations the are, are yeah permanent. permanent. Yeah. All right. Uh so cool. You have this information. Uh yeah, you know what? I, I am just going to call this. Let me let me come up with a Cardassian. Sure, Don John has some of those. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, it does. Cardassians seem pretty sexist. All right. Uh, yeah, they're dickheads. So I'm going to say this is uh, due to the actions of Gull Harogue Vecla. Gull oh, Vecla, typical. All right. So, uh, and that's whose record you're reading. <laughs> it's it's in it. <laughs> Gull Vecla. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the, the analysis you get, and, uh, by the way, that you find that the security system for the computer core is, uh, disruptor emplacements in the entrances to the security core, uh, or to the computer core, uh, which you promptly got around because you 
transported in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so if there is a mass assault by the Cardassian space cyberspace zombies, they're <laughs> going to get hurt pretty bad. Oh boy! All right, so there's kind of alien. Yeah, sort of. Um, so uh, what you find out is Golvekla had exactly that idea. We can't rely on the Jem'Hadar. We got to show that we got to show the Dominion that we're more capable than we seem. So. And having these like mindless foot soldiers that will obey only us—that seems like a pretty cool thing to have for the for the Cardassians. Um, so they came to this planet where there was a symbiotic relationship or uh, an indigenous species symbiotic relationship, uh, and they noticed that the symbiotes are inserted at, at childhood, and that's what spurs the development of intelligence. Um, and the ability to survive the environment, which is naturally pretty hostile. Uh, not so much as far as, uh, like, air-breathable mix or that sort of thing. Although there is some of that. But it's it's extremely hot. Gravity's pretty high. It's like 1.25. Um, you know, there are a lot of dangerous uh, flora and fauna uh, that, you know, the indigenous species needed this to survive. Uh, of course, now they're technologically advanced, so it's less helpful, but it still exists. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's see. What time are we coming up on here? It's one o'clock my time, yeah. so it's two hours. Uh, all right, yeah. So he attempted to insert these. He noticed that they changed the, and also like certain the the symbiotes themselves had certain subcategories, uh, and there would be just roughly categorized followers and leaders. And the uh, the people who got the leadership symbionts uh, produced an uh, like a sort of uh, pheromone aura, uh, aura of command that the follower symbionts would obey uh, by inclination, not necessarily all the time, but usually. So he gathered up a bunch of the follower symbionts, made some, got some genetic engineering material from the Dominion, made some changes. Uh, and started inserting it into his dudes. And it was a disaster. In fact, he died like three days ago. Um, They uh, immediately, like there was some change, but it it kept getting worse and more negative. And they didn't get the, the most important thing was they didn't get the, the following genes. They got the angry ones. Yeah. Uh, As you might expect, Mm. it worked differently on Cardassians. And since, as you also might expect, since it made changes based on, you know, the environment that the host is in, uh, a space station is or would be considered genetically, you know, especially where there's the correct gravity and stuff, an extremely mm-hmm. safe environment. So the only other threats would be other people. So it made them extremely antisocial. Uh, We've all been there, pal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So the the smaller section of the smaller section of people who were experimented on, mm-hmm. uh, and Vecla really wanted to get this in, into production, so he experimented on quite a bit of his own soldiers. Uh, killed the larger percentage uh, in in particularly gruesome fashion. Um, Vecla realized too late that the only thing that'll really stop these guys are disruptors, uh, mm-hmm. like they're pretty much immune to phaser fire. Uh, so that's why he surrounded the computer core with disruptors, but you know, they've, they have access to the core here, but they can't protect everything and not everybody could fit in the, uh, and as they were making their way to the transporter to transport into the core, because Gulvekla wanted to protect himself, 
uh, they got killed. Like the last mm-hmm. group of unmodified Cardassians were killed in an attempt to reach the core. Okay. So there you go. That's what's happening on this station. <laughs> so glad we have that. Nuke it for Morbid. So. <laughs> uh, damn. So the captain is going to, you know, now that she has that all that information, she asks Dr. Morrow, can this be reversed at all? I don't want to leave him like this. That's pretty horrible. I don't think so, but I mean, I've been experimenting with it. So have I found anything out? I'm not really in the security engineering side of things, so they don't need me there. Uh, so if you remove the symbiote, um, mm-hmm. it will prevent any further modifications. And you know there are some people who are less modified than uh, yeah. Those are the people who are gathered in like the mess hall, it looks like. Mm-hmm. There's probably like 30 of them. They've been modified, but they still like recognize each other as being in the same in-group. Uh, if it's going to be reversible for anybody, it'll be reversible for them. Okay. That's where you would start, but you'd have to get one of them and, and start doing some like experiments. Well, okay. So also you said that if we remove the symbiote, then at least normal brain function returns. Uh, normal brain function will return uh, at least as far as like um, the production of artificial hormones that like encourage violence. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll be more personable, but they won't necessarily be, they'll have all their memories back, but you know, It'll be sort of the equivalent to like brain damage, where they won't be as capable going forward. But at least right now, it's but that might be reparable in the distant future. Like, I mean, that's that's for the Cardassian society to figure out what to do with them. Because I was going to wonder yeah. if there's something that destroys the symbiote, then we can use the deflector dish or the defiant right. to irradiate the station, kill all the symbiote. Oh yeah, yeah, you can find a radiation that'll kill the symbiote. There's so uh, many. They're genetically. There's yeah. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could hit them with uh, a tachyon radiation and put this, just push the station back in time to before this happened. Beautiful. I don't, I don't uh, really mean that. Please don't. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, don't do that mind. unless you want the, the Office of Temporal Affairs knocking on your door. I'm, is that, uh, I'm assuming that's a, a Warp Fields one because we're manipulating that to go back in time, right? <laughs> can. Yeah. We can yeah, work please, together. Please, please don't, please don't time travel. It was <laughs> <a joke. laughs> so much work. Um, you, you brought it up. You brought it up, Joe. You made. I know. Joke. I know. It was a joke. <laughs> okay. Platt's so, Platt, Platt's literally in the captain's chair right now. Get in, losers. We're going back to the past. <laughs> <laughs> so I say we irradiate the station to destroy the symbiotes. Before we do that, we do take advantage of the situation to gather as much intelligence as we can, because that may be useful for saving Federation lives. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. And then rig up the station to send a distress call to Cardassia and have them come and fix it. Clean yeah. up their mess. But we can, <laughs> yeah. we can at least set so, the people on the right track. Quick question. Sure. Is the planet not in the same situation as the station since there wasn't anything coming or going or going on or detectable from the planet? Uh, it is not. It looks like uh, Golvekla used his authority to prevent the planet from uh, reaching outside of. It shut down all their communications. And then okay. he realized, well, they could just make new ones. So he shut down all their ability to do any of that. Ah. They can't even make new communicators. So they're living in like a, um, yeah, they're, they're like, they're working with like, uh, I would say mid 20th century level technology at the moment. Uh, like it could be reactivated, send them the act. 
So, although it would it be within turn because I don't, uh, I would it be at least a good plausible idea to do that too? Because if the Cardassians find out we were in any way involved with that, that could make a life incredibly difficult for them. Uh, you could. Um, hmm. Okay. So what you could do is, uh, you could hack the com- the core, the computer on the station to like send it automatically after a certain time frame. And just okay. happen to list that time frame like tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and it would just be an engineering role to make sure it looks like he did it and not somebody altered the computer to do it. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. So that's that's. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and use one of my fate points to get a. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, can you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's good enough with the fate point. Um, we've got basically we've got all the time that we want. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Can we do just like a full core dump off of the station, and then uh, like I'm even thinking like going to the like going to orbit on the planet and like beam out computer cores from like any kind of military base or anything that might be down there to support this area, like because if they're at, at such a low level of tech uh, at the moment, they're basically defenseless to us. Yeah, uh, they wouldn't even know it was happening unless somebody was there. Uh, so like, yeah, that's that's all entirely possible. There are going to be some bases down there. Uh, do a full core dump. You're going to get a bunch of local codes. Uh, expected Cardassian, um, Cardassian patrol numbers, known Jim Hadar patrol numbers. They kind of separate the two. Uh, you know, the, the the Dominion has kind of isolated themselves, uh, their internal military structure from the Cardassians. Right. It's almost as if they don't trust them. Probably <laughs> enough. Uh, so yeah, and you can, you can take action, uh, nonviolent action to cripple the Cardassian military in this system. Okay. Mm-hmm. I basically, I just want to, I want to steal as much possible information and intelligence, uh, as possible since they're basically sitting here defensive. So yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after having done that, your cargo hold full of, uh, your cores. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, your own computer core full of Cardassian military data from this station, which doesn't have like primo information, but it's pretty good. I mean, practically, it's a shipbuilding station originally, right? Yeah, yeah. So even though, like a bunch of like unaltered yeah, like, blueprints on the Gaylord ships and stuff is a big deal. Yeah, they have all that. Like this is these are the most up to date designs. They need them for repairs. Yeah. Uh, like their typical repair cycle time periods are going to be there. Uh, other localized repair lo- locations in the area are going to be there, etc. It's just not like up to date. Here's where all the ships are right now. Stuff. Oh yeah, I wouldn't expect. It's not that. like immediately actionable. But yeah. any any technical information, just because storage space is cheap, so there's just yeah, they have everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. All right. So, uh, and then use uh, fly away. Mission an enormous success at the risk of next to zero life. <laughs> uh, supposed to be done, team. Yeah. <laughs> Questions, comments, suggestions. I would say this one turned out incredibly successful. <laughs> hey, we did better than average. I'm not used to this. Yes. Are we playing the same game? What happened here? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, well, it's the, uh, I, for all the jokes we said, like nuke it in orbit or doing through, it's like, you know, you see a station that's not responding in any way. It's like, no, we're not walking on there yet. We're not doing anything. Yeah, Captain is like, yeah, let's not, let's not do that. Let's yeah. let's find out what happened first, and also let's be prepared if anything should happen to us. 
Yeah, just just slightly. Just I was so I was convinced at first that it was like a trap, and like we were gonna like try to go towards the station, and the asteroids were just gonna explode, and then like become shrapnel bombs for us. Wow. No, I, uh, yeah, I figured Jim. Hard, <laughs> I, 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 I figured they were just Jim Hadar waiting to literally orbital jump onto the ship and start burrowing their way in. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a little early for that. <laughs> just slightly. Uh, yeah, functionally, I think the biggest difference is just actually being command crew allows you to have more control over what happens. Yeah, yeah right. like we have good ideas. Everybody else is decision. now we can just do them. Yeah, uh, now we can actually be a part of it and people like, listen. I have the you don't have the narrative like uh, disconnect between like, hey, we've got this really good idea, we should do this, and then being like, but technically we we can't we can't we have to go like sell that idea the captain (laughs) (laughs) convince our boss to talk to the captain about an idea they don't even really (laughs) yeah all right oh man uh all right so i think that gets everybody out of here on time right yep yeah yeah all right all righty uh all right and uh with that we'll see you next time on role-playing exchange star trek but in fate now Bye. Bye. Joe, what's the name of our ship? It's the USS Tigris. All right, you remembered. I'm proud of you. Yay. I wrote it down. Bye, everybody.